0: either way I'll cut you down show yourself
1: you're not here neither am I you're probably dying are you in the mist you come looking for me I don't smell you you wish you meant that much to anyone the reason I'm here is no business of yours so you are in the You're looking for Vardane. You didn't make it, but I did. I'm stronger now, Fire. Be careful in here, sweet sister. The mist does strange things to our kind.
2: We return to the village of Cole and Salam's Tavern, and as the fog dissipates from inside the tavern we see Will carrying the limp body of fire who has lots of dark um necrotic arcane damage to her body mostly shown through these dark veins and um, blackened eyes um As the fog dissipates, there is the um, horrible, enormous body of a Grell on one side of the room and then the gore of a Jester who exploded. There's also Fix probably stumbling to their legs um, with a horrible wound in their side from the Grell's bite and Merlin probably turning around in circles looking a little confused. What do you guys do?
3: I'm immediately walking back over towards the other two of them and still carrying fire with me. Uh, checking on Fix specifically. And we'll just yell out to her. Are you okay? Can you stand?
4: I'm fine. What happened to fire? (sighs)
3: She chased him outside and tried to confront him.
5: Is she okay?
3: Doesn't look like it.
4: I tried to warn you about how dangerous he was. Why does nobody listen? Is he. Did he leave?
3: I didn't see him. And frankly, if he were here, we'd be dead.
4: We need to burn that. Point at the Grell corpse.
3: We we can do that, but we have a more pressing concern. I'm going to start moving upstairs to where I remember that room was that I stayed in last time that had a big proper bed in it. Yep, you can do that.
5: Merlin will follow them.
3: And then I'll go up there and... I'll motion for Merlin to open the door, rather, because my hands are full.
5: Merlin would do just that and he'd uh, also start preparing his herbalism kit.
2: What are you uh, trying to do?
5: If I can, I'd like to heal uh, fire.
2: Um, First of all, give me a medicine check and an arcana check. See if you can figure out what's going on um, here. If you understand what has happened to her.
5: 17 medicine, 14 arcana.
2: 17 medicine, 14 arcana. So, fire is, um, alive and in an unconscious state. Um, you get the sense that it's a deeper sleep than usual, the type of thing that comes with, um, uh, comas, that kind of sense. The, um damage to her body it has certainly been caused by a um, very powerful necromantic spell, the type of thing that would um, uh, remove energy or um, Osmo's life um, with this it seems to have targeted her blood directly um, essentially killing it um, to a degree um the damage she's suffered is severe but there isn't a lot that you can do to fix it Um, unless you can um, provide some sort of uh, arcane dialysis she really just needs to rest, Um, whether she comes back too um, is a relative question mark and when that happens is also a a bit of a question mark. The effects of the spell and the magic are still very strong um, on and in fire here. So the first thing that needs to happen is the arcane element of the magic um, needs to leave her and then her blood needs to recover, essentially. It might be a little while, but putting her in a bed and and letting her rest, keeping an eye on her um, is a good idea. But generally, potions um, and salves aren't going to do a lot because there hasn't been any um, real surface damage. Um, Not a lot that you can do.
5: I think then Merlin Um, would turn. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I think Merlin would then turn to Will and uh, shake his head. As he would then return to his herbalism kit and just start packing it up.
6: Hmm.
3: I will. I will set her down on the on the the one good bed in the building, and then. Other than checking for a pulse and make sure she's breathing, I don't think Will has much other first aid experience. So I would just turn to Merlin and say, "Anything you can do."
5: this is beyond me this is beyond my magic the best we can really do is let her rest
3: I had a feeling you'd say that not your fault this is vile stuff whatever he did to her but she is still breathing and she still has a pulse I don't know that there's much else we can do really Keep an eye on her for me, would you? I will. I'm not
5: leaving her side.
3: And I will go out looking to see what Fix has been doing, unless she followed us and was standing there the whole time.
4: No, I am downstairs. I'm the furthest wall from the grill, just watching it while you're upstairs.
3: Alright, yeah, I, I will go back down and just walk straight to the grill and start dragging it out the side of the building.
2: You can do that.
4: I'll try and help kind of ineffectually.
2: The um the barmaid um who for the most of the fight was screaming and hiding and cowering with some of the other patrons um walks over to where you are and says, "Oh my god. That thing again."
3: Yeah. Well, I learned from my mistakes and well, this going to stick a torch into the thing immediately as soon as we get it outside. OH MY GOD THAT SMELLS SO BAD enough of this
1: uh, what what
2: is it and why do they keep attacking you
4: maybe it's your the tavern they're attracted to why the salami might want to get no, rid of just, it all
3: oh, well it's just gonna look it fixed oh.
2: Not even that monster would eat the salami. Oh, well, let me get you I all a drink or, was okay. or something, all right? You want something like really... I've got a bottle of white stuff. I don't even know what it is, but it's strong.
3: Clean water upstairs. Second room on the right.
2: Clean water? Well, I'll try and get clean water. I could boil some. Do it. All right. She hurries off behind the bar.
4: What happened to Fire? Is she okay?
3: While, uh, while I was trying to contend with this thing in the fog, she... Actually, it was before the fog, she... She ran past me, and she said something about... I see him, or he's there, and I, I can only presume she meant Arias, I didn't see him myself, but... She ran past me out the door to go confront him, and I would have gone with her, but... Uh, You had your own problems and I didn't think splitting us all up was a good idea.
4: I appreciate that. I I heard him, you know. As soon as the thing grabbed me, he laughed. I'm sure he found it all very amusing.
3: Of course he did. This whole thing was a joke to him.
4: Why did he even bother coming back for us if there's something so important going on in the mists? Why is he toying with us?
3: And how did testing. he know
4: where we were?
3: That I can't answer. I would suspect that he was testing the effectiveness of this new toy of his.
4: <laughs> Do you think Clearly, this is the extent of his power?
3: I doubt it. If, if, think about it, if this were his greatest creation, if this were the extent of his power, he wouldn't have been so willing to walk away from it. He would have walked off, and he would have slashed the elf's throat and then he would have come and done something to me too while you were busy in the fog. Unless now, he, he knows
4: he can do it again and again and again.
3: That's the thing. He clearly doesn't take us seriously. He had a moment right there to end all of us and he didn't take it.
4: How so either... are we even... How are we going to deal with him when we were so easily defeated by one of his undead minions?
3: For starters, we need to all be on the same page and start fighting as a team.
4: It would be uncharitable to speak poorly of those who are in danger right now, but Um, perhaps we should tell that to fire.
2: Excuse me? Yes? Are are, are you okay? Who speaks? You see the half-elf who um, was selling potions merit the alchemist in town, walking towards you. Um, he looks concerned there's probably a handful of townsfolk as well around the area some of them watching what you're doing with this creature some of them just kind of gathering awkwardly around the commotion at the tavern um, but through them moves this sort of bespeckled half elf and he says um are you quite alright what was all that uh, ruckus the usual Oh, well, yes, well, they're quite rowdy uh, in these parts. I've brought you your, um, your ingredients
3: that you were looking for. Can I... Can I check if there's anything deeper to that sentence? Because last time we were here and I asked about these things, they told us that none of these had ever come out of the mist before, that, like, it was the first time. So I just sarcastically said the usual, because this is twice, but he just said they're often rowdy, like Uh, something doesn't add up can I inside check him give me
2: an inside check
3: (laughs) five here we go again
2: something very suspicious about his uh, demeanor but you can't tell what it is or what it might pertain to
3: you're on my list pal no (laughs) I I am I am now deeply suspicious of this man, thanks to the way he phrased that, but I have bigger problems, so... Uh, right. What is that god-awful smell? It's this thing... burning. Oh, uh, What is that?
4: Some undead monstrosity from the mists.
2: Undead what? I don't know. Uh, this that looks like it belongs under the sea.
3: Right does look like a octopus or something yes i need you to come look at the patient the patient I, I yes don't... someone was injured they're upstairs no you were
2: a doctor um i suppose i can see what i can do yes
3: i mean if you've made healing salves and potions in the past maybe you'll recognize whatever sort of toxin is affecting her uh, very well
2: yes lead 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 the way
3: Fix can you take him upstairs I'm not leaving this thing until I watch it burn to ash
4: yeah I'll do my best follow me
2: you lead him up and into the tavern he kind of surveys some of the damage walks awkwardly around the kind of pile of jester gore um, and follows you towards the um, short stairs that lead up to the back end of the tavern where there are the few rooms walking into the room he sees fire sees Merlin and says, uh, um, well, here, perhaps you should hold on to this and hands you, Merlin, the piece of paper.
5: He, he takes it. W- the, uh, what is this?
2: Paper has the ingredients of three potions on it. Um... First of w- which you will recognize as a potion of healing. Very simple potion. Um made of the uh, amanita mushrooms which are those classic looking toadstools the red with white dots on them pretty common um in forested areas and and swamps um you you've probably seen them all over the place even here um and uh you have to add it to boiling water which is very clean and leave it for 24 hours and it becomes a potion of healing um there's also a thief's potion which is the one ...that he described to you before. It's the one that you've been walking around with. um, And uh, he said that you'll need to find a drop of Yeti's blood. He does say that you need dandelion root, cinnamon, crow's bane... ...which is a poisonous plant, but it's a very common one. You'll need mushrooms of any kind, ogre's oil... ...which is exactly what you think it is... ...onion juice and a single drop of Yeti's blood. Then you have to place the vial on a thief until the thief see- steals something and then uh, secretly remove it. So you have to you have to put it on a thief secretly and then the thief needs to steal something and then you need to get it off of the thief. Um, and then uh, after three days the potion will be ready. Whoever makes the potion never forgets it. So you know how you guys are forgetting it as you're passing it back and forth. Whoever made the potion will never forget or lose its location or won't you know, lose the um, memory of it. Uh, and then there is a potion of finding which was something that you requested um, the ability to just create a potion to find someone of any sort um, of which you need cat hair, wolf hair, gremlin's wisp and a hair of the one you wish to find. Alternatively you can dip any uh, item they own in the concoction other than a hair. So you have a hair, or you can find an item they own, dip it in the concoction, and it becomes a potion of finding. Um, of course, you need to be an alchemist of sorts. You need to successfully put these things through a herbalism kit um, or waste the ingredients. Um, but those are the ingredients to the three potions on there. Um, and uh, yeah, Merlin, you'll recognize it and kind of understand it in general. Um, you might understand what parts to which you would need or whether you do it successfully comes down to a check Um, and also finding all of the ingredients comes down to uh, either downtime foraging but we probably won't do a lot of downtime foraging when you're on the move Uh, you can state that you're looking for certain ingredients and things like that Um, so he hands you the piece of paper and uh, then uh, looks over towards the bed and, and looks up and down and says um but well, what, 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 precisely did this? Some sort of, ivy.
5: It's not what it was. Who? Oh. And I believe a Fix here can maybe, if she wishes to. Hmm. You saw the thing
4: outside.
1: Oh. The wizard was...
4: who managed to reanimate that also managed to do this, and it's not poison. It's arcane.
1: Ah, oh,
2: right. Yes. Hmm. Well, this is a. This is quite severe. A wizard.
4: Yes, and... a wizard.
6: This
2: is
1: quite a powerful wizard. Yes, she has made we an enemy aware. of. Uh, is he still around? Hopefully not. Right. Well, um, it's quite beyond my measure. I can, uh, I can
2: see if I have any. uh salves, but I don't think any of it is going to to help with this.
5: Merlin, uh, what a salve I, help? I, I don't even think that would help. Anything to make her comfortable right now is all we can do.
2: Yes, I would suggest that you let this work its course, although with, with, with these sort of necromancy spells, you should be very cautious. I, I, I might suggest binding her wrists and legs.
5: Binding? Yes. Well, what do you propose would happen?
2: Well, well if, if uh, should she should she not recover she may come back not, not quite as herself
4: she will recover well. is there anybody else in this town who can help
2: um there's a a doctor of sorts but I'd say he's more of a butcher type to lop off her a rotten finger, or pull a bad tooth rather than, uh... deal with something of this nature.
1: Okay. Thank uh,
4: you for
1: your help.
2: Uh, uh, I'll happily go and see if I have anything that can help in my, uh... stores. We
5: would appreciate that. Would that. be most kind.
2: He excuses himself and... walks out. Um... Fire, can you make me a death saving throw, please?
6: Mm-hmm.
2: A 15 is a make. And we're going to shift scenes here a little bit. Fire at the beginning of this. Um, stream there was a conversation that you had in a dreamlike state and that is where we're picking up with you you find yourself in a strange environment much like the one that you recognize from your strange vision the dream in the distance is the ...iris tree that you recognize um, to be your uh, home or your previous home. Um, However, uh, in your immediate surroundings, there is a thick fog... um, ...very similar to the mist that you were in. Um, You hear a voice when you come to and you speak very briefly with your own brother somebody that you haven't seen in a long time. And in the distance, you can hear voices speaking, not as if they're they're behind you, but as if they're kind of echoing from a distance. You can hear the voices of um, Will and Fix, Merlin, and that alchemist Merit. They seem so far away that to even try and reach them, um, it, it makes you feel listless, tired your body is aching um, all over as if burning from the inside and there's a weakness to your muscles like you've not ever felt when you move your arms and legs it feels a little bit like you're underwater you realize that you have no um, no weapons, no items and no clothing on you really can only make out the irish tree in the distance but give me a two perception checks actually please with disadvantage
1: sorry a three
2: and a 19. so the first thing you notice is that appearing in this mist ahead of you, shadowy, older, distinctly taller, is your brother. Um... He... is... lost in this fog, lost in this darkness as well, and very much, um... a shadowy figure. Far from you, close to you, it's hard to make out distance. Um beyond him is the iris tree and beyond that you see a very tall looking tower Um, it looks like the type of tower you might see uh, in a position um overlooking a bluff or a coastal region not a lighthouse but something that they might have used um as a lookout or a watchtower that kind of a thing um kind of square um, and tapering upwards towards the top and as you focus on the top of it it hurts your eyes to to see but there is a kind of a deep um, mauve or purpley color um, emanating from it it lights up some of the sky in the distance your um, your brother explains that you might be dying you tell him that you want to cut him down um, and then... Uh, he turns away from you there's a click-clack as, as if he's wearing steel um, toed boots and he
1: says so where are you home oh you're not home I'd know if you were here where are you somewhere near home I think you think it's hard to concentrate. Why? Oh I barely know who I am.
0: Lucky
1: you. You're my sister, but I'm, who am I?
0: You're my brother.
1: What, what did you do to make me hate you so much?
0: I wish I knew the answer.
1: I can feel it. Burning.
0: Why are you here?
1: I think for the same reason as you. I doubt that. Do you see it? The tower? Mm. The temple?
0: Temple? Temple to what?
1: I don't know. But I think if I go there... I'll know... Everything
0: Where did you go?
1: I didn't go anywhere. I just I couldn't come back
0: Are you working with someone?
1: one. I think so. No. Some, something more like. What is it? I don't know. Do you?
0: If I knew, I wouldn't tell you.
1: Do you think you're going to die? I don't know. You should hope that you do.
0: Hmm. is that?
2: He moves again, and there's that click clacking sound. Um, he moves through this mist before you, and from the waist up, he's... Still kind of humanoid, his skin has hardened over though, scaly, almost like Chitin. His face remains the shape it should be, and his hair is still long and falling around it straight. But there are two more sets of eyes above the two that you remember, and from the waist down, his body is that of a giant spider. As he's moving towards you, the clicking and clacking of his feet, are loud they echo off of invisible
1: walls he says this is what happens to all of us in here for too long
0: I touch above my eyes to make sure that I don't have multiple sets
2: Uh, you'll have to give me a, a perception check 16 you feel um skin there it doesn't feel tough or anything like that but as you feel a little further up you can feel that you have two hardened lumps that feel kind of like horns like a tiefling would have
0: do you have them Why? Nothing. Can I see horns on him?
2: Um... Not really. I'll give you a kind of image. Give you an idea of how he kind of looks. Um, He's looking... Really... Really different to you. Almost as if he's armoured... Um, naturally across his skin he says to you
1: they call us driders there's a few
0: looks like they just made the inside match the outside brother
1: no if you die in here you're joining us
0: So you died in here?
1: Not a true death.
0: It's unfortunate. What is it? What? The mist.
1: I think I used to know.
0: You don't remember anything.
1: I remember feelings when they come to me. Here for the first time I remember you hating you
0: the scar doesn't make you feel anything
2: roll me a death save another make um back in the tavern The other members of the party. Um, who is in the room at the moment with um, fire?
0: Me. Yeah. And me.
2: And Will is outside.
3: Yeah. If, uh, if it takes this long to burn a grell, then yes. I'm watching it. Take it, it. It'd be like burning a,
2: a horse, maybe.
3: And I'm still outside,
2: but it is um, already very rotten, um, so it's probably taking a little quicker. There's no blood or or liquid or moisture to it really once it dropped dead. Um, so, for those of you that are still um, in the uh, in the room with with fire, something. A horrible begins to happen. She suddenly shifts in the bed. Um, there's a few um, rumblings as her body convulses. And there is a uh, distinct sense of arcane energy, Merlin, that registers on you. Then she spits up bloodied black ichor and her eyes open suddenly she looks at the room through black eyes and then steadying herself slowly she sits up her head and shoulders are sort of floating lazily and she speaks but she says. Ah. Just enough blight left in her to have a short palava." You are a curious bunch, aren't you? So it was you who felled my missed creature. And twice. <laughs> I have some questions for you all, but we haven't much time. You recognize the voice of Arias speaking through. Fire's lips. Um, He brings Fire's hands up in front of his face, turning them over, and looks more towards you, uh, Fix, and says, How did you exit the mountain? I can't believe you took any route but the mist.
4: It wasn't difficult when you know how.
1: But how do you know how?
4: (laughs) As if I tell you.
1: You. (laughs) Gnome. You can't possibly have the strength.
5: Size doesn't matter here, bub.
1: No, maybe not. So, you've
2: survived the mist, with barely a scratch on you. While
1: you're competent fighters, I'm surprised to see you all, well, sane.
4: Sanity seems relative around here anyway.
1: Ah, not this kind of sanity. It can't be you, tiefling. I would have known when this was done to you.
4: What can it have been me? What are you talking about?
1: You do not command enough power over your demon to shield the effects for your comrades. So one of you has figured it out. Wizard. A secret spell hidden up your small sleeves, perhaps?
5: I ain't telling you nothing. Hmm.
1: What did you experience in there? You must have seen something.
4: Why are you bothering us? Surely there's something very important going on in the mists?
1: Oh yes. Something very, very important. More important than you. Your petty vengeance.
4: So why are you here?
1: How are you here? That is why I'm here. Curious. Curious you, your little band.
4: I hope you enjoy this now, because we will be coming for you one day.
1: Yes, I'm sure you will. Before then, perhaps you'd be interested in doing a little work for me.
4: You think we would work for you when you've just done this to our friend?
1: This was necessary. No, it wasn't. Do you think you would sit and talk to me? If I took a stool? What do you want? I am at Som's Point. There is a small orphanage here. Two or three children. One of whom is a tiefling. Ripe. For experimentation. Fuck you. Ah, precisely. I would be willing to forego this experimentation in exchange for another experiment.
4: You are disgusting.
1: You. One of you is clearly able to subdue the effects of the mist. Which means you may be able to travel even further into it than I.
4: What is it that's in the mists that you want so much? If you're so powerful, why can't you go get it yourself?
1: <sighs> Long ago, I discovered a tower in that mist, a small thing between Karl and Jairus.
2: That little tower contained an ancient-looking satchel and it belonged to somebody known as
1: Nathan Silvertongue. Come now, take notes. The contents had
2: long since fallen to rot, but a few notes remained, claiming that the resting place of one elder in Greymane
1: is in a tomb, a graveyard, north of Kull. You simply have to follow a broken road. And in all my years, I've never been able to range so far into the mist that I could make it to this tomb. But perhaps you can. Do this for me and... Maybe we can... Work together. For mutual interests, greater interests.
4: What's the guarantee you don't just... Kill the child anyway? as good as
1: I suppose you have no guarantee but my word
4: I think that's worth something
1: the fact of the matter is I'm not sure if this tiefling child is who I've even been looking for all this time
4: Is that why you did it to us? You're looking for something? None of us were good enough?
1: None of you were. Who? I was looking for.
4: And what happens if this isn't the person you're looking for either? You just continue, on and on, ruining lives?
1: I'm hoping that missing piece of my puzzle is in that graveyard, in that tomb. And then what? And then we shall see what the puzzle presents, when it is solved.
4: What is it you want? More power? Domination?
1: Nothing so trivial.
4: Get out of my friend's body.
1: Very well.
2: I shall be... watching you with great interest.
1: Let's hope your friend pulls through. Get out!
2: Fire, give me a death saving throw. 15 is another make. You... cough, you sputter... (laughs) You convulse and you wake up as you touch the scar on your face in your own dream. There is a sharp uh, lance of pain through your face. You also see this strange centaur-like spider, this drided version of your brother reacts to the same lance of pain almost but his hand draws back and then (gasps) you're awake fix says uh get out of my friend's body or get out as you as you awake and merlin uh looking at you no sign of will
0: it's nice to see you too fix
5: (sighs) are you you are you fire
4: Unfortunately.
5: What do you mean, unfortunately? By God, I'm glad you're okay.
4: I relish this moment because I don't think I'll ever be this glad to see you again. Oh. Anyone mind telling me what
5: happened? Oh. You are looking so under the weather. Um. Well, uh, let's just say, um, a certain somebody took hold of your body and. Uh, did a whole bunch of freaky things. Uh, well, well. Okay, wait. No. Um, you. You know what? Maybe. Um, f- uh, fix. Maybe you could tell her.
4: Will. Will's downstairs. Will's
5: downstairs. Well, then perhaps you should go get Will. Y- yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go get him. Who did freaky
4: things to my body? What? Uh, first of all, what happened to you? You ran out of the tavern, and the next thing I know, you're looking like some charred. Corpse from within. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Uh. I made a mistake. A lapse of judgment. Go on. I saw him. And I thought I could. He was smirking. And I just bolted.
4: Whoops. Yes, that is the problem with Arias. He is very good at gloating. You can't rise to it. I'm sure you've learned <sighs> that by now. That's one lesson learned. You were comatose How but- long? I don't know, an hour. You... you sat upright and began talking to us as Arius. But I will wait for Will to get here before I discuss what he said, because if I think if I try and say it more than once, I will probably throw up again.
3: Speak of the devil.
4: She's awake. Was I doing... was I putting on a voice? What do you mean? Uh. You... I think he was possessing your body.
3: I'm sorry. Okay. What?
5: Yeah, well, um... There's a lot to take in. Come to sit down. And he, he pulls a stool for, for Will. Okay.
3: Nothing outside uh. is nothing but ash. We won't see it again. What... Good to see you up. What did I miss?
0: Apparently, someone did freaky things to my body.
4: Seems Arias has a quest for us.
3: I'm not sure which of those sentences worries me more.
5: Sorry, it's the phrasing. Um, well, we we can say that, uh, uh, Osiris took hold of Fire's body and was speaking through her. It was, yeah, that's what I meant was freaky. Okay, uh. Uh, yeah.
0: I had a whole
3: different image back back up in order from the top after I left what happened
4: fire started jerking around and sat up in bed and started talking in Arias's voice it was quite disturbing no recollection of that well that's probably for the best all things considered Uh uh-huh he... He wanted to know how we made it through the mist. And of course we didn't tell him. He there's not also... Much to
3: tell. We just killed everything that got in our way.
4: Of course, but it's better that he thinks that we have something up our sleeves than that we just meddle through it like a bunch of idiots somehow. He wants something in the mist. He says there's a tower at the end of the pathway, and he wants something from the tower. A tower. A tower.
3: Tower. Do you have a description of this tower?
4: Uh, tall and tower-like. I didn't really stop to chat about semantics with him. I had to guess,
0: I'd say it has a purple light at the top.
3: I know the one.
5: What? You do you know of the tower?
3: the vision I had before I changed I saw the tower
4: when I was I saw it you both saw the same tower
3: maybe? Tall. mine seemed more like uh, a lighthouse
0: hmm yeah Squared off, <sighs> purple, purple light, eerie. Exactly what you would well think be. when you would think of an evil tower in a dark mist.
3: Sort of. I mean, I observed this tower from the deck of a ship in the sea, I could see it on the cliff's edge.
0: Hmm.
3: Unless, of course, there's more than one of these towers But
4: I don't think so Yeah I'm starting to believe that coincidences aren't a thing around here
3: No, they're very much not
4: He wants something from that tower He wants some notes A satchel, something
1: right
3: well whatever he wants from that tower probably in our best interest to prevent him from getting it
4: he wants to he threatened to take another child in Somme's point
3: so he is in Somme's point or his men are
4: yes he's in Somme's point but we can't face him right now what what are we going to do rock up the four of us half dead I try and confront him face to face tell him to I stop doing, doing whatever evil shit he's doing
3: do you think he's going to stop this evil stuff he's doing if you comply with his orders
4: you really think I want to be complying with his orders
3: that wasn't my question fixed
4: I don't think he will stop but I can't just let another child be subjected to the same fate. What fate would that be? He's... He's looking for a certain child. He wouldn't say... Why? What does he do with them? Do you know? He's...
3: Same thing he did to you?
0: Yes. I'm sorry, but... Do I look like me? No.
5: You've
0: Uh,
3: had uh, better days.
5: What's off? Uh, What do you mean? Well, you you look like maybe you could use more sleep. Um. I but but other than that, it's it's good to have you backfire. Do I I have the barmaid
3: bring up some clean water for you? Maybe glance into the uh, reflection over there.
4: You've
5: got um. a mirror, haven't you, Merlin? Oh, yes, I do, uh, and he immediately pulls out his little pocket mirror.
0: Is it a normal one? It, it, wasn't it special in oh. some
5: way? Well, you will always feel good about yourself, let's just say that. <sighs> wow.
0: Ooh, I look great. We should yes. hit, well, no, I can't really walk, but I was feeling better. We should hit the town.
6: Uh,
4: I think I what, feel what, like death. Yes. Yes, you look like death is living inside of you right now. I won't lie. It's quite mm. disturbing.
0: We can agree to disagree.
4: Uh. So we can't face down Arius and his legion of bandits in some Point I think you know that Will at least I pegged you to be smarter than that
3: I'm thinking confronting him directly is a losing option as he's just demonstrated even without his men here just one of his little pets gave us a hard time mm. on the other hand doing his dirty work for him in the end will only strengthen to empower him
4: But on the other hand, if we find these notes, we could burn them.
3: It's not just these children, either, Fix. They were looking for children when they killed everyone I knew.
4: He's looking for a certain child, a child that has strength. He said something about me not being close enough with my demon to protect you from the mists.
3: Protect... From the mists?
4: Something along those lines, yes. What? Is he looking for a child who can form a partnership with a demon willingly to help him through the mists?
3: I think I may have a vague sense of what he means. What? Getting through the mist I might be able to help
6: How's that? But
3: I I don't know for certain If it'll work Um A volunteer
0: Hmm I mean I'm Almost dead what else could
3: perfect you've got the least to lose
0: uh-huh i'm, a, whoa, I'm whoa, gonna reach whoa. out
3: i'm gonna reach out and tap her on the temple and use uh use lay on hands restore sanity
2: yes for how much
3: i have only a single point available so i will give her that okay. And see what happens
2: so if you are under 100 sanity you pretty much have a headache constantly until you're back at 100 Um, the headache won't be incredibly severe but you will certainly notice it. I think as he touches your head um, it wouldn't remove the headache entirely but you would see you would instantly feel um, a slight improvement in it Um, almost as if he sort of instantly gave you a paracetamol or something like that Um, Advil Uh, not a, a full cure here but you would it's its extremely noticeable because it's so instant I think and you okay. restore one sanity
0: I'm telling the- you you got a charge
3: I take that to mean it worked
0: mm. I think so
3: to the other two when I realized that I could close people's wounds in the sunlight At the same time I I could feel the opposite end of the spectrum It's not just physical wounds I can counteract the effect of the mist on our heads But only very slightly We'd have uh, to ration it very carefully
4: but, I, I think that's okay. what Arias is looking for
3: we can't tell him
4: no if we see him again you should run as far as you can in the other direction let's hope he's not
0: still just hanging out in me listening in
3: this just makes me want to go to some point more
0: I need to go to sleep
5: we, all, we all need do. To rest
0: yeah uh-huh
3: Been on our feet a long time.
0: And I can't guarantee that I'll feel better in the morning, but I definitely am not of any use right now.
3: I can relate to that.
4: Perhaps we should take it in turns watching on fire, just in case.
0: I'll be fine.
5: No, I'm staying right here.
3: There is certainly some irony in watching the one who does not sleep.
6: You can sit at the end of my bed like me a me. dog,
5: Merlin. I will.
0: Mm. Maybe I'm powerful with magic now. I don't know. How could he get in and get out without imbuing me with some kind of power? I don't in-
3: know you know i really don't think that's how it works all right here's your boiling water
2: the um the elven barmaid shows up and she moves into the room with a wooden bucket sloshing water everywhere as it hits the ground it steams up a little bit and she puts it down next to the bed um i ain't got any towels or nothing i got an old coat what you might be able to use
5: no that's that's fine th- th- thank you very,
2: very much all right it's proper hot though so like be careful if you touch it it'll burn thank you mm. Fucking hell you they, look terrible Are you all right love She's, that's rude
3: yeah no you look right. Great. sorry
2: I, I was worried there for a second i thought we should so you want me to get the
3: doctor point at her reflection like while they're still talking Pointed fire's reflection in the water so she can see herself. You know? She has a point.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna,
5: I'm just, I just pull the cover up. and just...
2: <laughs> So. Oh, come
5: on. It's not that bad.
2: You guys, um, are you guys planning on taking an actual rest here? a Mechanical rest? Yep. Um, for a yep. while. I'll give you a long rest in town um, free of danger. You will, you will be able to sleep um, with uh, no paranoia. In character, I'm sure you can be as extremely paranoid as you want, but um, we will um, see through the effects of a long rest um, through the next uh, eight hours. So you need eight hours of rest to get the effects of the full long rest let me just figure out what time it is for you so it was actually um around one in the afternoon um when the uh the grell situation um was resolved so it's probably about 1 30 at the moment um taking us all the way up to sort of night time here do you want to um you can you don't have it doesn't have to be eight hours and then you can Get on with your life. You could sleep through the night. We can we can see um, where you are in the morning. Of course, it's always dark. uh, But um, alternatively, you can you can do the eight hours, and that's essentially where you're at for the for the rest. How much
3: longer would it be past eight hours to wait till morning?
2: Well, it would be nine thirty p.m. ish when you come off when you're fully rested mechanically
3: okay i think maybe for the sake of recovering from injuries and getting a full reset we'd probably want to wait till the next morning partially because i have a vested interest in going out when the sun is available so i definitely want to wait till morning
2: okay so um yeah we'll say that you guys spend the rest of the day keeping an eye on fire um the Uh, You can hear reparations begin very quickly to the open um, hole that was ripped in the side of the uh, wall from uh, downstairs. Any of you that are going up and downstairs or um, uh, moving around will see that the same kind of people that had helped fix the bar up before have rushed to um, the side of, and her name is Yori, going to remember it one day. Um to uh, to help her out, they've um, they begin patching up the hole. Not as many patrons um, this evening as usual with the fears now of these creatures that are continually attacking, but also you can sense the sense of a uh, rumor spreading around town once again. Um, one minute it's a uh, flying fish. the next minute it was an enormous thing, the size of the tavern itself. one minute. A, uh, a magical jester in town saved everybody the next minute. It was a little gnome. Um, and uh, yeah, some old soldier had dragged the thing out and burned it outside. And that's what the horrible, putrid smell through town was for several hours afterwards. Um, a few uh, stories coming back and forth. Merit returns. He gives you um, some tea because it's refreshing. Um, Everyone roll me a perception or a nature check to see if you can determine what was in the tea that made it so refreshing. 12, 17, 12 and a 13. Um fire, it's a meaty taste. Um there's something there's a there's a meat in this, a strange meat. Um do you press him
3: for the answer?
0: Mm.
2: no
3: good um Sorry. meat meat tea yeah
2: it's it's an aftertaste that that um, really only fire picks up on um but it is extremely refreshing um it actually does make you feel um awake and alert and and uh, a little less exhausted shall we say um he uh, suggests that you rest for as long as possible fire um, and doesn't seem to ask too many questions Uh, then he goes home and goes to bed Um, for the most part the um, tavern provides you with with meals whether it be salami or whatever was on offer last time which I believe was you can get a mug of beer and a salami stick um, for one copper or you could buy a meat pie I think it was Uh, oh no it was a mushroom pie uh, which is still around and those are much better if anyone ate those uh, with some relatively fresh beetroots as well um, and drinks and and uh, clean water is i will I will say um, and I think generally speaking the evening goes um, uh, relatively smoothly um, with everybody getting their rests um, and it's a good time for us to go to a break. Uh, when we return, it will be the uh, the morning and uh, you guys can decide on what you're going to do. Whether it be um, uh, rush to Som's Point and try and take out Arias at the orphanage where he claims to be. Or whether it's venture off northwards back up to that um, road and into the mist. Or whether you go left and do something that I couldn't possibly prepare for because at its call this is still d d um, thank you so much for watching, watchers, and uh, we'll be back after this short break. Thanks again. Welcome back to part two of this episode of Miss Light. Um, You guys have had a long rest, um, through the night here in Kull, and, um, I think fire, you probably still feel pretty bad, um, but you feel way better than you did the day before. In terms of hit points, you all have all of your hit points back. Your sanity does not recover, um, it is at whatever number it was at, um, You get your abilities and spell slots back as well. uh, And you recover uh, half of your hit dice rounded up back if you've used any of those on a short rest. Um, The time is around 7am, I think, when the four of you um, meet maybe downstairs in the lower part of the tavern. And... um, I think the, uh, um, actually, uh, Will, roll me a D2.
3: A D2. Yes. A one. A a nat one, as always. A nat
2: one. It is raining, um, today, but the town has returned to its relatively natural state, um, the, uh, the barmaid probably brings you over some, some breakfasts or some mild meads or, or some sort of uh, tea that is not quite as good as the tea that you were provided previously um, as you sit around the table in the morning to finish up your plans and prep what you're going to be doing next. Um, there is uh, not very many people in here this morning, but the, um, there is a brown stain... Um, that no longer looks like blood and gore around one of the tables that nobody is sitting at. Um, There is a boarded up section of wall where the Grell had come in and a uh, soggy uh, ash pile just outside the front door. Um, Other than that, the damage to the the bar this time was um, not quite as bad. So the uh, recovery seems to have been uh, a little easier on the bar staff. Um, and yeah, I think we finally see you You gathered around. You're probably looking a little better. Um, a little less worse for wear. Maybe a little cleaner um, as you sit and eat breakfast. Who has a bowl of oats? Show of hands. So that the audio listeners have no idea. Three <laughs> of you have a bowl of oats. Merlin has a bowl of oats. An apple core he found. Some salami. And... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some little orange peels that he's been carrying with him since the beginning of the campaign, just for breakfast I, I think,
3: there. I think I'm finally to the point now where if Yori offers us some salami, I'm finally ready to start shooting it down. Like, mm-hmm. I, I fought enough grills. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no more salami. Does Merlin mm-hmm. eat any salami for breakfast?
5: Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. taking the salami. <laughs> That's
2: all I need to know. Um. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, the four of you are sitting... In this uh in this tavern the rain's coming down not too heavily but hitting the windows um maybe there's a couple of leaks uh dropping into bu- uh it's half-filled buckets on the ground around you um what is the uh what is the, the group planning to do today
3: i feel like we probably have to discuss that because we haven't yet yes I guess whenever we're done eating, we'll just look at the rest of the table and say, so.
5: Merlin's Mm. just gnawing down on the salami. It's a little hard today.
0: Hmm. Oh, we weren't going to eat that anymore. It's okay. Uh... So... So, What
3: is our next move?
0: I'd rather not... I'd rather not go into the mist anytime soon. If I can make... Kindly make that request. Why? Why? (laughs) Uh... I don't think I'm up for it.
4: You seem fine now.
0: Huh. I feel better, not... One (sighs) hundred percent.
4: Are you really
3: so eager to see what is hidden up there?
4: I'm conflicted. I don't believe that Arius will hold his word if we do get this for him. His word means nothing to me.
3: You know, I, uh, I can't claim to know the guy particularly well but I'm getting this general sense that he probably shouldn't be trusted
4: At the same time, I think throwing ourselves face first at him will probably end in all of us being killed
3: Right, well, we've we've now posed two rather extreme polar opposites here of becoming his willing minions or attacking him head on I'm sure there's some other options in the middle there somewhere, right? Maybe that's where we should be looking.
4: Yes, but I'm thinking of the most likely scenario where we bumble into Som's point, make a lot of noise, as I'm sure they'll have bandit outposts watching for us. Arius has explicitly and specifically told us he's there, so that means he's most likely waiting for us anyway. Sneaking up on him doesn't seem like a likely option. I want to know what he's doing in some point, besides looking for this child. He said he can't travel far into the mists, so is this his end point? Why does he go from here? And another interesting thing, I'm not sure if it was a slip of the tongue, but he thinks we defeated the Grell the second time around. He seemed surprised and impressed that we had managed to defeat it and I didn't tell him that in fact it fell inert after he left. Oh, well, I assume that's what happened.
3: Could have been a slip of the tongue or maybe he genuinely believes his pet kept fighting us after he left. But yeah, I... was... I was getting ready to fight it and it just fell on its own. So maybe there's a complication to his method that even he isn't aware of. And if so, we should make sure we don't let him learn that. Yes. Imagine he sends an army of his pets after us and they all fall over.
4: If anyone asks, we defeated it.
3: Absolutely, yes.
0: I I have a possibility I want to bring up. Um, If he can just take over my body at will, I imagine he could use that ability to try to either gain information from us from the inside or attack you or
4: steal things from you using me the problem uh. if he steals things from us using you is we won't know whether it's him or you.
0: Mm. That's a good idea.
4: But perhaps you uh. Maybe we should have these discussions without you. I'll know mm. when
5: it's fire. I know
3: When. Fire. When he spoke through her in my absence, how obvious was it that it was not her?
5: Very. Um... Not unless she was very good at impersonating him. The impression was pretty spot on.
4: It was his voice.
3: See if I'm I'm now concerned that if he could speak through her, he could potentially also hear through her.
0: Mm-hmm. And see through me.
4: So we should blindfold, gag, and deafen you for the rest of our journey.
0: I could just go home or. No. I can just start walking a different direction and. Rather I mean, not go home.
3: Probably your best option. For being I just real.
4: remembered something he said when he first awoke. It was that he had just enough energy left to do this. So I assume it was some leftover effect of the spell he laid upon her.
3: It could be a side effect of that stuff that. Was all over her But it could also be that He was only able to do so While she was in a weakened state Maybe if she were conscious to resist him It would be, a, be you know, harder Yeah But yeah, no one's stopping you from going home I'm not gonna lie and claim that this has a really high chance Of survival for any of us
0: I'm yeah, not I won't, I won't feel bad Or be upset If that's a decision you make
3: or if It's not a decision he... for us to make
0: well, I'm saying if he, let's say he takes over my body and starts attacking you, obviously kill me. Don't hesitate, just because it's me.
3: Oh no, I can just break your kneecaps instead. Mm-hmm. What are friends for?
5: Whoa, whoa, Perfect. whoa, okay. This is not even an option. You're not going anywhere. Fire. it It's just, no, it's out of the question. I Aras haven't managed to track been paid yet, Merlin. Easily enough. We're in this together. This is exactly what he wants.
3: If there is some residual trace of his I don't know, spying or taking over you, I might be able to see it. I just uh Will is looking at Fix. Like
4: I can I can go.
3: Can you just you don't have to leave, just (laughs) like physically slide my chair away from her for a second.
4: I stand up and take a few steps back. Oh, I, I
3: will I will use Divine Sense to study fire and see if I can perceive anything out of the ordinary like, you know, an Arius that shouldn't be there. Yes.
0: I'm going to lean in super close to him. Okay. And when he at least expects it, I'm going to go, boom.
2: All right. <laughs> um, so you will be able to sense evil. Um... And specifically, no, the location of any Celestials. Fiends are undead within 60 feet. Uh, that is not behind total cover. Um, ignoring the... Um, the, uh, well, I guess... Double ping off of Fix. Now that she has uh, a familiar. That is also part fiend. And... Um, you get the sense that there is, um...
3: I would also want to observe that I've already looked at fire like this back in the cave, so if there's anything different from then till now, I'm also looking for that, like... There isn't. A difference.
2: There okay. isn't. Um, she seems to be exactly the same. Um, I don't know if fire registers as evil or good or anything like that. I don't think it's quite as clear-cut as something like, uh, an alignment in your traditional D and D five E setting might be, um, but it most certainly doesn't. Uh, I wouldn't say the presence of strong evil doesn't register on your senses. You don't get the sense that any of this um, necromantic energy remains, um, and uh, yeah, you get the same sensation as you got in the uh, in the cave. There's also, just for the record, no
3: other things within
2: sixty feet of you.
3: Okay, scare you. Hold on. She 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 leaned towards me and yelled "boo." Let me see if she caught me off guard. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't flinch. No, another <laughs> natural one there. Nice try. So well, I was gonna I was gonna say one is I'm maintaining my gaze, mm-hmm. and two is I flinch. Yeah. But no. Well, so doesn't I just react. I I'm only sensing selfish, ruthless narcissism. Hmm. So I think she's fine.
0: You should turn that little... You should turn that magic around on yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you get in there?
4: Can I sit down again? You almost had him. Thanks. Does the name Eladrin Greymane mean anything to anybody? Does it mean anything to me? I assume it doesn't, but...
2: Uh, you may all roll history checks. shall determine if anybody knows
3: Elder in Greymane
5: apparently I do
3: I rolled a 4 so I'm moving up in the world there's a
2: 4 there from you, a 1 from Fire, a 10 from Fix and a 26
3: from Merlin Puck (laughs) Merlin literally wrote this guy's biography (laughs) 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 um
2: okay uh, Merlin roll me a D uh six four. four. All right, let's see. Uh one, two, three, four. Um Elder in Greymane was written several times in the notes that you found in the, uh, in Orias' things. Um, two things come up now with this new piece of information that you can link some of those scraps together with. Um, the first being that Elder in Greymane comes up several times alongside the phrase child of darkness Um, and uh, that 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 Arias has a theory based on his own exceptional necromantic wizarding skills um, that whatever is going on with Eldarin Um, The Child of Darkness and the crypt that seems to have been constructed for this person um, contains an answer to something, to a question that you wouldn't know. A question that that Arias has. Um, Eldarin also comes up with um, many mentions of werewolves.
5: Okay, that's a lot to take in. Um, yes. So, I, I guess I then relate to everyone. So, uh, well, according to what I've, I've gathered, it, uh, this this, um, Eldrin Greyman. Uh, well, there's a connection with him and Osiris. Um, his I, name I is guess...
4: Arias Merlin. Arias,
5: right? Sorry, I, I, I don't. I, uh, y- you know, I. I've heard his name in, in passing.
0: Thanks, Will and I um, had a bet about how long that would go on, and now it's...
5: Oh, really? Have Sorry, I been... No. boiling your fun. Have I been saying his name wrong the entire time?
0: Nope. N- nope.
5: No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and you only bothered to correct me now?
0: I'll just slowly slip a copper to Will. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, nope, nope, no. Well, I... Anyway, uh, what do I even bother then? Do, do I even bother relaying this? Imp- no, I I I will I won't keep it to myself. So I'll will relay everything. Um, that um, Aria's has a theory in regards to his necromatic skills. Uh, something about this this crypt uh, for Eldarin um, containing an answer, and uh, Eldarin uh, has something to do with werewolves. He could be a werewolf. I I don't really know. No werewolves like. Awoo! Yes, the ones that howl to the the full moon. Awoo! Okay. Yes. Awoo!
4: It might be that fire's narcissism is rubbing off on me. But I just had a horrible thought. Mm Hmm. Continue. Arias knows the one thing that will manipulate me into doing something, his knowing that another child might be in danger. What if he wants us, me specifically, to go to this crypt? Because he knows that something will happen. Or he theorizes and suspects that something will happen. Could be.
3: I wouldn't necessarily call it narcissism. He knows you better than he knows any of us. You've known him the longest. It also stands to reason that he probably knows how to get under your skin more than the rest of us. Well. Hence, he would threaten the children at some point. He knows that's how to get you to react.
4: And, uh, if I am honest, the last thing I want to do is go back in the mist as well.
3: My, my concern? He's... Somehow aware of our movements. He's been observing us. He knew we were back here. He knew to send that thing after us. He was able to appear here physically. And yet he claims that he's in some point. So either he's in two places at once. Or he has a magic that allows him to transpose himself from one location to another.
0: Oh, he has magic that allows him to transpose himself from one plane to another.
3: Merlin, can you do that?
4: Be I uh, no. Well then. Okay. At the end of the conversation with a did he say he will be watching?
5: Um I I can't exactly recall that.
4: Um Wait, are there
0: I saw he had like a portal that he went through and I saw into it before he stepped in. And there were dots. Like, boat docks?
3: Does that sound like any spell you know, Merlin? Roll me an arcana check. Uh, uh.
5: (laughs) Eleven.
2: An eleven. Let's see. Uh, Roll me uh, an investigation check.
4: Would I be able to roll for this if I have proficiency in arcana?
2: Sit um yeah i guess so
3: yeah <laughs> brad if it's the spell that i think it is i actually learn it too later can i can i roll you, <laughs> you don't learn this uh, what do you know. think okay. it is
2: yeah no i this...
3: think you're i think he's casting dimension door which is on my spell list later oh it is <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Paladins get dimension or
3: bullshit? <laughs> Oath of Vengeance gets it <laughs> Oh, okay
2: <laughs> um, So uh, Yeah, Fix and Merlin You come to the same uh, conclusion The investigation check was just to determine How far away um, Som's point is uh, Dimension door is a, um, a, a A general Teleportation spell It allows you to Um move yourself um, from one point to another almost instantly um, in Arius's case he almost quite literally creates a doorway that he walks through you can when you see him cast it you can see him um, you can see where he's going and uh, he steps into it and it closes behind him um, the thing with uh dimension door that i don't think makes a, a lot of sense to you right now is that to be able to move as far away as Som's point is beyond what this spell is usually able to do. Um, it usually only allows you to move roughly around 500 feet away, and Som's point is miles away. Um, so he is able to cast this in, uh, uh, at... at, at at a more powerful level, not in the sense of a spell slot level, but it's essentially the same spell, but it would be like an empowered dimension door somehow. Um, It generally goes beyond the abilities that you understand, um, but he's also doing some weird stuff that you don't understand either, like being able to talk through people um, is not really... Like him being able to use the remaining arcane energy that is left in... um, fire while she uh recovers using that blighted spell even though that arcane energy was drawn from him um he shouldn't really be able to use it to puppeteer her and speak through her um and see through her and stuff like that so um he seems to have access to uh the same spells that you might understand but some of them seem to have extra attributes or empowerments to them um So you definitely recognize this to be Dimension Door. It's certainly the same spell. um, But he's casting it with a level of power that's beyond anything that you've ever seen any wizard or heard of even. um, Any wizard beyond like a child's tale being able to cast. Um, So yes, you both, Fix, and Merlin would recognize this as the Dimension Door spell. A spell that allows you to teleport yourself basically or, or open a doorway between one place and another around 500 feet maximum, uh, away from you.
4: If we see him again, could you do your seeing evil thing at him, Will?
3: I could try, for sure. I have to be somewhat close to him to do this.
4: Just a theory. Yeah. Just a theory that he's sipping from the same cup that he's trying to make others drink from.
3: You want to know if he looks the way you do? Yes. Next time we see him, I'll make a point of it and hopefully we'll live long enough for me to tell you the answer.
5: I'll try and make that happen. Merlin. Yes. Come here. I... I and comes closer. Yeah, come over
3: here. Come over here. I, 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 I want to whisper quietly enough to Merlin that no one else in this room has a chance of hearing it. And I'm going to whisper to him. He's watching us or listening to us somehow. Can you use your magic to check for things that might be eavesdropping on us? It might be fire for all I know. So I don't want to say it in front of her. Okay. Even while we're traveling, I want you to stop and check. Every ten minutes or so until we figure out how he's watching us.
5: Oh, okay. And then I'll I,
3: sit. And that. then I'll sit back up. But no salami this time.
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I, think I'm through with the salami.
0: Did you finally do it, Will? I've been waiting.
3: I wish I could follow your train of thought right now, but I, I can't.
0: I thought there was something that happened that you were going to scold Merlin for during the battle.
5: Whoa.
0: Some miscommunication of a... No.
5: I...
3: I... I don't... I... Well, first of all, I don't even know where to start, because that was a shoddy, disorganized mess. But if I'm going to be scolding anyone, I would probably start with the elf who ran off alone to confront someone who's far more powerful than she is.
0: Mm, I... That doesn't sound familiar to me. What did they look I like? I
3: figured... A scolding from me is unnecessary. You received it personally from Arias.
0: Hmm. Okay. You can do it if you need... if, If you feel the need to do it.
3: I don't feel like it would help. Okay. We just need to... It wouldn't. At any point, if we are confronted with danger again, try to stay close enough to be of assistance to each other. And focus our efforts on bringing down one threat at a time, especially if it's a big thing. Whatever Mm. I'm fighting fire, you're fighting, you understand? Okay. I put a sword in its face, you put an arrow in its back, and we rinse and repeat until it's dead. Mm. I'd give instructions for these two, but frankly, your talents are a little more complex than I fully understand.
4: Yes, my talents include being grabbed by tentacles and rendered unconscious in the space of two minutes.
5: Yeah, I, oh
4: yeah that was quite I odd, the- actually, as soon as I was freed by Will. I almost felt like I was being paralyzed again.
5: Probably the girl's doing.
4: Hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think the girl is a liar, too.
3: You did get up and walk away afterwards. That's worth something. Oh, fog! I don't know if that was you or the other guy, Merlin. But never do that again.
5: No, that was no, uh, no, 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 no. You know when it's me, okay? I, I, I usually. have yeah, it has some um,
4: smell to it when it's Merlin.
3: That's true. It didn't smell quite so foul. That's
5: a good point. What? What? Well, excuse me. Sorry, yeah, you don't really. like my brand.
3: Oh, is that what we're mm. calling it now?
4: As we're talking, I will. I'm going to be writing in my notebook, and I'm going to turn around and show everybody um, that I've written. We go to Somers Point directly, no stops. And I just.
3: Into the mist, then.
5: It's the only way to be sure. I'm. S-
3: I'm still not entirely sure. I like this idea.
6: Hmm.
5: He did say something rather striking though. Um, from what I recall, he was very taken aback that we can travel through the mist. That's something we have an advantage over Orius. I said his name right this time, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, well
0: done. Now it's Osiris. Charlie? Okay.
5: Oh yeah.
0: Um. I can't have any fun. I, that wasn't me, that was Orius. He took he took over.
4: So we follow the path north, up the paved road, to the graveyard, and find this Eldarin. Mm-hmm. What no waste, do we have? I'll stand up and head out of the tavern.
3: Oh, uh I suppose we should split these up. Um one for you, one for you, one for you. And this one for me. The four healing potions that are left. We bought six. I used one on fire and I used one on I used one on fix and one on fire. So we have four left. So one per person split up now. Did Marlin use one?
5: I did, actually.
3: Oh. Well, in that case, yeah. one for you and one for you. None for you, Marlin. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> uh, it's
5: fine. I'll just brew my own. It's It's okay.
3: <laughs>
4: Um, we can share so um, oh, also hang on yeah. um do you think perhaps we should take a drop of the thieves potion each before we go just in case
5: mm.
3: oh speaking of potions did that guy ever bring the list of ingredients
5: yes yeah i i got them, they're with me
3: perfect does it look like something you're actually going to be able to make yeah Good. Start so making some more then.
0: You could sell them at your shop?
3: I'm not opening a shop. Well, actually, when this is all said and done, I probably should do something along those lines. Maybe not necessarily charging money, but.
4: You can come with me. Oh. You have a lovely home south of Ifrit. You try and help people.
0: Why wouldn't you charge any? I mean,. It's your time. At least charge for your time.
3: All my time is borrowed anyway.
0: Mm. I will Let's pull go. my 15% from somewhere.
3: I will stand up to exit and invite the others to come with. Yes. And mm. um are you are you doing any
2: uh, thing else in in town or are you heading out?
3: we did have that one really old person to go check with but it i I can't remember now because it's been a couple weeks since our last session it was like a a older like village elder or a chief or something
2: Um, wasn't
4: that the farmer guy you had already spoken to
2: oh you wanted to speak to someone someone old in town about the yeah uh, i thought there was a i thought you mentioned
3: there was one other lead to follow but i can't remember the name because it's been too long Um,
2: now yeah i think let me see what i wrote down for you here you wanted to go and speak to
3: i might have wrote it in my own notes let me check
2: one of the oldest people in town absolutely not i have the
3: v- yeah, very yeah, yeah. detailed notes for like the first five sessions and then it just becomes a disorganized mess beyond that um i think
2: your plan was to go and speak to one of the oldest people in town but you had already spoken to this person on the way into town was essentially the the thing anyway so okay yeah if there's Uber. if there's no other
3: lead to follow up there then forget about it
2: um okay so you guys cool. um
5: did we get rations oh we're gonna need all the food i think mm. oh yeah we did we did we did not me
2: i'll say you we did
5: we did i've got
4: it
3: I'm, sure I'm pretty sure we did i'm pretty sure or- you restocked all your general equipment because i remember um
2: yeah, I wasn't
4: sure if we got interrupted in the tavern.
3: Fire bolts, unless, and arrows. Right. Unless Merlin made a secret roll at some point somewhere to take even more of my rations, I still am like, I still. Can am I like make exist- that roll? Existing <laughs> off of. <laughs> can uh, I make
2: it? You can make a. Uh, I have, for the, the record, of hand be- check versus will passive Merlin, perception. Yes. Always.
3: because of Merlin, I have my, my ration bag like tied into a knot, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he knows that, and that's how he got in there and took uh, half of them. A 22, okay, never mind. Two. There goes all my food, yep. yeah. Yeah, was the food? Uh, you would not 20 the food stealing. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, pardon me while I cut my amount of food in half again,
2: yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can add whatever that half is to your rations, Merlin. Um, you, um yeah you head out of town so we'll say it's probably um let me see here uh we'll say it's probably about I'm- 8 8 a.m when you okay. leave call. Um, so
3: first of all we will definitely take fix's suggestion uh to like take a drop of that can't follow us potion okay yeah just
2: one yeah. drop each or would you like to try more
3: I'm trying to recall the guy's instructions, but I'm pretty sure he said just a tiny trace amount was enough, right?
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Just a trace amount, and if we chug too much, we get amnesia, right? Yes. So Um, yeah, I'll just just take like two drops, and that's it.
2: uh, Drinking a small sip of this makes you untrackable for a week. However, drinking too much of it will make you lose your memory of the last uh, 1d7 days. Whenever the potion is handed to someone new, they forget they had it unless they pass a DC 20 perception check. That's how that works. And I will give you that in your uh, in your uh, group there. That's the actual mechanics you've been working with since the cave. Um, so, I don't know Nothing quite specifically... so crazy, by the way. Everybody that was going insane in theory crafting that it was made out of uh the mist itself and stuff like condensed mist yeah oh, I, I can say theory. what my, i can say what my theory was now for the everyone had potion. some good theories and they were better than what it was it was just a random <laughs> potion that you found <laughs> oh, my,
3: my my theory was that it was like a sanity restoring potion yes which was pretty was. close because i thought it would make it does give you amnesia but my thinking was it makes you forget the horrors of the mist and the yeah, sanity yeah.
2: points that was and My you associate. almost drank it. Do you remember that episode where you were like, "I think I might drink the whole thing"? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was sat here like clenched, like, "Oh god,
3: that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna wipe his oh, character no. clean." Um, you want to you know why I didn't drink a, it, as a rogue? Yeah, why? You want to know why I didn't drink it, Brad? Go on in. Because I hadn't lost any sanity before. I hadn't lost oh, enough sanity. <laughs> oh, my like, God. If it restores wow. sanity. I shouldn't drink it now. I should yeah. save it for later.
0: So I oh, did. that could have been bad.
2: Yeah, that would have potentially been very interesting to see how that worked out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, I think you say your goodbyes to uh, Yori, the bartender. And um, do you tell Yori where you're going or anything like that? I presume not. Because you're doing um, everything yeah. all covertly. Um, and you, uh, you slip out of town, um, via the south road, not the broken north road. And we
3: actually, w- will no, we we'll go up north. will would 100% start the route so that anyone in town who observes us yes. sees us going north. Okay, so you go out north and then cut around town, um, yep, outside correct. of the walls and then head back south again. Yeah, that's completely doable. Um, yeah, 100%. It, we go out into, like, that farmer's uh what was it uh his mint field or whatever or his rhubarb and then uh yeah and then you know take a turn and hang back to head east
2: okay um okay yes and then uh you begin your um half a day's travel again on this map each hex represents um a half day uh for some reason, oh yeah, because this is this is weird. Um, this is a half day travel that you need to do to get um, to each uh, hex along from where you are. You um, can each do. You actually start in this hex, you'll be pleased to know. And uh, it is 8am uh, when you leave through the gates of and um again i shall need a set of travel tasks from each of you um a navigator is not necessary um unless you're planning to go off the path which might be something that you're actually doing today um you want to follow the road itself you cannot become lost um so you won't need anybody navigating or quote drawing a map um You can have somebody track, um, which is if you're looking or hunting for someone um, or a beast or something. You can have somebody forage, which can be somebody looking for food or somebody looking for ingredients to potions. Um, And you can have somebody scout to make sure that you um, know when and or if there are approaching creatures uh monsters enemies um and i guess in this case just anybody because you're moving stealthily you want to get from here to Som's point without anyone knowing is that the general plan you don't want to encounter anyone are you hiding from everyone even merchants on the road
3: i would yeah unless unless there's like a really obvious reason to approach them i would say probably not
2: okay so yeah i think i'll just wrap that all underneath scouting um random events can happen on the road including just like bumbling into a merchant and things like that um, but I will account for the fact that you don't want to do that ideally, you know, without really failing these tasks. So, who wants to do what here? One of you um, picks one of each, you can double up on them and also don't roll until you've all decided, please I
0: okay. to scout ahead if yeah, I can
2: fill. One scout <clears throat>
3: Given that we've been traveling together for a while and we should hopefully have a better idea of who's got the best skills, can we stop and ask who's the best at what? <laughs> Cause aren't you all terribly bad at perception? I believe
2: all of you are terrible <laughs> at perception. Uh, my, yeah, you've, what, are your, what are your perception modifiers?
3: I have a uh, 2 on both survival gosh. and perception, so it doesn't matter which. Uh, I
4: have a plus 3 to survival. I'm proficient, so i hey. will navigate
2: and are
3: you sticking to the
2: road
4: no you I think we'd be try and
2: stay off the yeah. road yep okay
3: is it possible to stay close enough to the road to stay on track but not stand directly on it like move through the brush or whatever beside it so if anyone's passing we just stop moving in the bushes yes that, that falls to your navigator
2: not rolling too low doesn't it
4: that's what i'd be attempting to do is keep an eye on the road but yeah. we'll um
0: Yeah,
2: I think if you want to do that, you're going to need to roll a navigation. Uh, Yep. So that falls under navigation. Um, So then we have a forager. And Merlin, are you foraging for food or for uh, potion ingredients?
5: I think I might for potion ingredients. This Um,
2: time around. uh, Okay. And um, that leaves fire and will.
3: Fire said she was scouting ahead, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's separate (laughs) from navigation?
1: From roll, yeah.
5: Yep.
3: Okay. Well, we also have Vita to help with scouting, right? For another perception roll?
4: Yeah, is Vita able to do that separately from me?
2: You know what? I don't see why not.
4: Right. All right, yeah. Vita will be scouting as well.
3: Okay. I thought that was the whole point.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, I know, I yeah. just forgot. I keep forgetting I've got a familiar.
3: Okay. Then okay, so if we have fire and Vita on lookout, then I will assist with navigation and hope they don't get lost. Okay. Um Which is what, survival?
2: Uh yes. And then roll me uh, uh I don't let me double check on what Vita has. Uh, Because sometimes they have skills, but I think Vita only has... Yeah, it doesn't have any skills. So that would just be a wisdom check.
4: Yep.
2: Vita, and then a perception from you. You're scouting as well, yeah?
4: I am tracking and navigating survival.
2: Oh, yeah, you're navigating survival. And okay, so what do we have here? Fire with a four. Merlin with a... Seven to foraging and fix We're with a doomed. ten to navigating, uh, <laughs> will with a nine to navigating, and vita Ugh. with a nine to scouting. I'm gonna roll one dice oh God. and then I'm going to ask, um, I guess fire to roll me a d6. Mm. Two. Two. Um, oh, wow. Oh, I also need to roll a d6. Mm. Oh, no. What's
5: going oh, on? Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> no. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. All right. Oh, guess no. what, you guys? You are on a true <laughs> random encounter table now. Um, oh, no. Let's have Fix roll crown. me a... <laughs> let's have fix roll me a 2d6 please that is a 5 um, and then we will have this is will Uh, please roll me a I believe it is a d12 but let me double check
3: with my own table I'm going to laugh if I've been rolling ones and twos all day, but then when it's like, how many giants do you have to fight?
2: <laughs> Boom.
3: Max roll.
2: Well, if you roll a one, it might be a giant. So roll a D8. Not D12, sorry. D8? <laughs> That's a one. Uh, I'm just going to start this up now while we wait because this is going to be interesting. Alrighty, righty, so oh, here we no. go. The this is dads. now dads. Merlin. <laughs> you get to determine whether it's a giant or not by rolling a D12.
5: Merlin, please. You're rolling, Merlin, oh, please. We're dead. Two.
3: Pretend you're stealing food, Merlin. It'll be a nat twenty. You're rolling
4: Go. for its height. It's it's two foot. Mm. You're fine.
3: Hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. I don't like that noise. I don't like that noise. Oh, <laughs> that? No. Hmm. <laughs>
2: let's see here so where is my map over here okay we're all so laughing because we know we're gonna die
4: it is still yeah,
2: yeah. um it is still uh dark yes let me double check on the time so it would be eight uh which brings us to oh you know what the first thing that happens i think here's i think here's how it goes um and let me just double check on the cr of this um here's how it things goes you
3: don't want to hear in your <laughs> campaign uh let, let me double, double check the cr, the CR of is this. definitely <laughs> one of those <laughs> things you don't want to hear no you really
2: don't want to hear um wow <laughs> I don't know how this ended up on my random encounter table
3: is it a frost iguana or
2: (laughs) (laughs) no one is gonna fucking believe me basically when you when you realize what's happening um and i promise you i promise it is uh (laughs) okay so here's what happens you are all walking along um you're keeping track of the road very easily um, uh, while you're having Vita and um, fire scout ahead. While it's dark, you only really have to worry um, about your immediate um, area. You guys can see in the dark, but only up to a certain amount. There is some star, some moonlight, um, just to give you a little bit of an idea of the lay of the land ahead. Um, and uh, then the sun comes up at around um, 10, 11 and as the sun comes up you hear um, a a terrible noise from behind you a a thing that sounds like this you turn around and moving across the open field now with the daylight um, illuminating not just how far away you are from the road and the mountains that you ventured into before Um, but you can also see the expanse of the sea um, across the open plain south of Carl and heading towards you from those hills is a tarasque a giant Um, everyone roll me a nature check because it's a type of giant
3: A 5,
2: 6, and then uh, fire. Nature check. Oh,
0: did it not roll? Uh,
2: oh. I don't see it. Oh, there you go. A 17. 17. Okay, Merlin and fire. Maybe the woods around the Irish tree are a little more um, uh, prone to cyclopses this giant is moving towards you um but it's not one that you fix or you will recognize giants are actually relatively common but they're generally um they're generally just kind of dumb hill giants pretty common um, and easy to avoid for the most part uh however during daytime they're a little more difficult to avoid The the one that is um, Merlin and Fire very difficult to avoid in daytime is the Cyclops. During daytime, a Cyclops can see you from almost anywhere in the world, it feels like. That one eye, if it's focused on the area where you are, is always uh, able to see you. Therefore, as soon as the sun came up and it began to move across this... um, These plains, these hills, this thing very quickly saw you. It starts moving towards where you are. Um, Let me see one second. Um, How tall a cyclops is? Because I'm curious. It doesn't tell me. Ranging from 12 to 16 feet. Let's say this one's 16 feet because it's so hysterical to me that you actually managed to roll what is almost an actual giant but it is a giant, a cyclops on a random encounter table. Um, When you were joking (laughs) about it, we were all joking about it and I swear to god this happens way too much. I'm going to bring you... What did
3: you say the CR was on this thing again?
2: (laughs) Too high. It's going to be bad. It's bad. It's not an easy kill. Um, oh good. it's, it's going to be an in Skyrim when the, the
0: giant hits you and you all. just go flying
2: so here is what I will say is happening the thing that is lucky for you as it stands right now is that the Cyclops is coming at you from um you are on top of a relatively large hill the Cyclops has to climb up or at least move around this thing to get to you um I'm going to bring you over to the battle map here as you uh, see this thing. Let me just bring sounds, you over.
3: This sounds very bad.
2: It's God. pretty bad, but I don't know. You guys are strong. Uh, what do we got here? Okay. <laughs> so um, the Cyclops, you guys don't shouldn't have. Uh, there should be no cause it's daylight right now. Uh, Let me just turn off the dynamic lighting. And you should now be able to see that down here is the Cyclops. Now, I am going to introduce to you two new rules after I roll his initiative. Oh, no, I can roll it here. Um, Two new rules. Oh, his initiative is two, which is very good. The first rule is this. It's what I call the Final Fantasy press all the top buttons on the controller rule um, of escaping combat. Now the maps, in general I have very similar sized maps that I use. They're usually um, uh, the same size um, which is if I zoom out enough even for chat to be able to see can't do it from that side to that side. 245, 300 feet by about 300 feet squared. Um, generally speaking, they're about the same size. Um, let me see. It's about 50 uh, pixels by 50 pixels. Um, if you and your characters exit the map, right, by any means, by if you go to the, the square, which is outside of this map, you have exited combat. You remove yourself from the turn order. Only that one player character can remove themselves from com- from the uh, from the map, and they leave combat. That is them out of it. For whatever reason, you can't turn back in. You can't come back, or whatever. You now are in like role play mode, and everyone finishes up their turn order, um, and we finish out the the um, the uh, the combat in terms of what it would be in roleplay is your character runs off and goes, <gasps> puts their hands on their knees and breathes and then turns around. And then obviously in combat, each turn is only six seconds. So it only it's only a few seconds before your character maybe turns around and sees what happened during the next three hours of play <laughs> that was actually only three turns or, you know, like uh, 18 seconds or whatever it is. So that's the first rule. If you leave this combat map, that's you ejecting yourself from combat it does mean you're safe from harm um, and you will have escaped whatever's coming after you and there will this is everything is open to wobbliness but generally speaking that's how it works but it also means that you're leaving whoever is left on the combat map still in the combat and we play that out and then we retroactively justify why you didn't run back and save them um in the combat that's the first rule of how combat maps work because i hate it and it's a thing in D&D that I've always hated. And that's how it works now. The second rule is for spellcasters. If you run out of spell slots and would like to take a point of exhaustion, you can regain a spell slot, a first level spell slot. If you take two points of exhaustion, you can get a second level spell slot back or two first level spell slots. If you take six, you die. Um, So... This is a thing where you can push yourself past your natural limits and draw upon um, and uh, uh, your own damaging your own body, damaging yourself in some way to pull a spell slot back. This is extremely powerful for the warlock who doesn't get many spell slots and Fairlight Excalibur, who I swear to God I put this to my chat. I said before I give this to Fairlight, can anyone? break the game with this and they couldn't do it but i know fairlight will and i'm just saying that's it and that's a rule so from now on um you can push yourself beyond your natural means by taking a point of exhaustion now those of you that don't know what exhaustion is um i think i have a thing that i can hand out to you but i won't do it right now i'll just tell you what they um what they are you take one level of um, exhaustion, you get disadvantage on ability checks. Two, your speed becomes half. Um, three, disadvantage on attack rolls, saving throws, and the speed half and the ability checks, by the way. Four, your hit point max is halved. Five, your speed is reduced to zero. And six is death. Um, you can uh, recover exhaustion a, a few different ways, but generally rests are the way to do it. So, that's how it is. This is a homebrew campaign in a homebrew setting. There's a lot of wibbly-wobbly stuff going on already, as you've seen with Orias I generally won't be breaking it too hard, but that's two rules now that I'm throwing in um, at the players and the people watching and all the rules lawyers sitting there shaking their fists at me. Um, <laughs> and Fairlight, who is rubbing his hands together, about to take six levels of exhaustion immediately. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just figuring out... How many extra smites can I throw down on a target before I keel over dead? Yes.
2: Um, and that is perfectly well within your, um, your uh, and rights. The disadvantage
3: rolls will yeah. be offset immediately by Vow of Enmity. <laughs> so I will keep attacking normally. He's already doing it. So and I, I could smite seven times without disadvantage. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. And that's all good. You Here just we go. Imagine the smite, 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 smite. Smiting <laughs> yourselves. Just it's...
2: smiting it into the dirt. And if you ever needed it, it's now. Please <laughs> click on your tokens and roll initiative. Uh, oh God. There is a Cyclops. And while you're doing that, I will set the scene again. Um, the sunlight is allowing you to see this Cyclops. It's like that very early sunrise, um, murky sunrise, as you see this. This um, enormous 16-foot, one-eyed, relatively mutated-looking person running towards you. While they do appear humanoid with what looks like a few um, uh, um, tarps pulled around their waist to cover whatever dangly bits might be there. This enormous um, creature, very muscular, is running at you. One hand, they have a great club. And in the other, you see them lifting and scooping a giant boulder from the ground, about to hurl it over towards where you guys are. The um, the face of this cyclops is all kinds of strange and wrong. The nose and the mouth are skewed all the way down to one side, but the eye sits up on the top of their forehead, a little too high. You can see that one of their hands has seven fingers, while the other has three. Um... And uh, they have three nipples um, <laughs> as they run towards you. Um, I will say this, though. It looks like for all of you that this is, uh, this is a thing that you uh, did not want to um, attract um, and to have running towards you. Um, who rolled high again on your nature checks? It was uh, Merlin and Fire. Merlin, you know that they're extremely dumb. Like, really dumb. Um, maybe in the past you have um, used that to your advantage with these um, creatures. They are... Um, but they will eat you. The, the fact of the matter is this, Merlin. If you've encountered a Cyclops... It was trying to eat you 100%. And fire, I would imagine what you've learned of them might be from afar. Um, on a 17, um, you know uh, what it is, basically. So. Can we turn, see how fast
4: it's moving? Can we get, like, a judgment from his run? Like
2: You can roll me gone. an uh, investigation check with advantage because everyone will be determining the same thing. 15. Fifteen. It looks like it's about as fast as you. But it also looks like it's about to hurl a rock at you, which will absolutely kill you and crush you to death um, because it's hurling like a boulder at you. However, your one um, advantage here is that this thing is uh, down um, maybe like 30 feet. Um, It needs to climb this 30 feet hill or move around it, which is probably about the same. Yes. Um, so at the moment, as as you guys react and you can you can discuss amongst yourselves what you want to do first. But as you react and see it for the first time, you have a a a moment before this thing comes at you. In terms of turn order, it's Merlin. But first, what do you guys do? This
3: thing is okay. Well. As much as i think we do need the practice fighting big monsters probably not that one
5: no run, nice run. thing is yeah we, we run should, we run. should we run. run this thing, should this should run. thing is
3: gonna try and eat us hold on hold I on hold on hold on bra- Diver- uh, i'm pointing at merlin and fix at the same time diversions one of you do sight and one of you do sound yes yes i've
4: got the same yeah Diver- uh, on the same spot
3: over there uh, i'm pointing right there
2: okay you are pointing down I here yes you're going to try and put a diversion here uh, let's just put um, a token, but nothing's coming up. What do you want to make a, an illusion of or what is the plan here?
4: Uh, I will recreate one of the cave spiders I saw. I try and think of the scariest thing I can think of that's the right size. Um, and the first thing I think of is a cave spider. So I create the biggest cave spider I can running in that direction.
2: All right, now I have to search up a spider. Thanks very much.
4: Uh, okay. I was gonna... Thanks for the giant. <laughs> I was it's thinking, you just make, you make one deal. of us. You picked the giant. You know.
3: Then walks around the corner and is like, "Oh, snack!" and tries to eat the fake flyer. Uh,
2: well, far away we're is small.
4: The spider's big. It might be like, hmm. Mm,
2: New cast that's. Mm, 60 that's a bit feet. of a
4: nicer respect.
2: What is the spell you're doing right now?
4: Uh, misty, uh, uh, silent image, which is
2: sixty feet. Okay, nice. So silent image. Um, create an object uh, that is no larger than a 15-foot cube. The image appears at the spot within range and lasts for duration. The image is purely visual. Okay. Yes. So you uh are, well, I guess you're readying that for your turn, but you'll all get your turn beforehand. So what is Merlin doing?
5: I guess he's going to cast Minor Illusion for the, uh, the sounds.
3: Of the spider.
5: Of the spider.
3: Yes. That's right.
2: I just um, say make it
5: rule, make it make it wrong or something. How
3: how good is your <laughs> sound?
5: Not so good. Oh boy. Why why aren't you casting my minor illusion? Oh god. Because oh. um, I'm not a wizard.
2: I guess that means uh, Merlin does that on his turn. Will, what are you doing on your turn?
3: I can't really contribute to this, so. I'm gonna start moving away.
2: Uh, Merlin and Fix, you can run your whatever your thirty feet is as well. Do you want me to hold this here? Yee. Hold on, that didn't
3: work. Yeah, I'm only gonna move thirty feet, and then is that thing tall enough to see up over this ledge? Um, no. OK, well, if it doesn't have line of sight of me, then I'm going to take the hide action on my turn. OK, what are you hiding behind, though? It's pretty rough up there. It's kind of I'm a just plain crouching open. low enough to the ground that it can't see or I guess in this case, it's more of an audio thing. I'm trying to move quietly less so because it already can't see me. So me ducking is pointless. All right. Give me a stealth check. Merlin, would you like to move 30 feet in this direction in general?
5: Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Well,
2: OK. Um, what is fire doing? running. Alright, I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw.
0: Oh, great. I'm doing that quiet run where you're on, like, your tiptoes.
2: We'll see what you're doing. Twelve. Just enough. The sound of the spider and the appearance of a giant spider is going to be immediately upsetting to you for obvious reasons, I'm going to imagine. Um, And you snap out of it. Alright, you can do whatever you want to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I was worried that that was going to be a thing, and I'm, I'm glad <laughs> it is a thing, and also sad it's a thing. So, I'm going to You run. were the
3: one who wanted to go through the spider cave.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, you know, things have happened.
3: And uh, your action
2: is to... Or oh, your bonus action? you're oh, can you dash. You've got all sorts uh, of stuff.
0: I'm just going to... Um... I'm gonna move, help you out. Again. Yeah. move again. Move uh, again. Here?
2: You're doing another think...
0: one? Um... Rogue. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I should do that or Yeah, I'll do it. I'll move more.
1: All right. So uh,
0: there. I don't is this like a bush or a tree that I'm under?
2: Uh, we'll say you're under a tree. Okay. And that brings us to the Cyclops's turn. I'm going to roll an intelligence check. Uh,
3: six I'm sure he's amazing in <laughs> intelligence it should be good
2: as he has disadvantage I guess uh, and he can move to about there so he can get up to the spider I think that the um, the Cyclops you hear from from lower down from underneath the um, the hill that you're on the <laughs> as he starts moving across you hear the creature speaking giantish does anyone speak giantish?
3: I do not I already checked by no. any chance.
2: No? no? Then you hear this strange language, like a guttural growling thing. This thing's mouth is also odd, and mutated. It seems like maybe there is about six tongues in this enormous mouth. As it says, <laughs> Reaches down to grab at the spider and just his hands whoosh, pass through it. But he keeps lifting it up as if he's caught it and goes, argh, argh, Trying to eat the thing. And... And he's going to bite his own hand. (laughs) Um, Roll me... Let's see. Who cast the spell? Merlin. Let's say Merlin. Roll me a uh, d10. That's how much damage he's going to do to himself. Seven Seven. damage. As he uh, looks down and is confused by this spider um continues to swipe at it and can't figure out why it's uh why he's not able to to eat it i'm gonna roll another in check at the end of his turn here three brings us to you merlin what would you like to do
5: i'm i'm gonna continue running i guess
2: all right you can do 60 feet if you use your action to run as well so you can get to Ooh. here okay that i'll do you it on this what? screen think, so everyone yeah. in chat can see too
5: all right i'm gonna do just that so i'm right next to fire
2: and then will i'm gonna guess is doing the same thing
3: yep i'll just say looks like it's working let's get out of here and 60 feet north yep and then fix
4: yep same
2: you guys run i'm gonna say that you guys make it out of this place um you start moving and running away heading kind of north, which is back towards where the road is, if you've been moving along south of the road here to keep yourselves away from everyone, but the sunlight coming up, uh, I'm going to say everyone make me a dexterity saving
3: throw. If you roll a one, it's bad. Brad, do you know what my favorite number is on the dice? Ah. <laughs> okay. 13, 13. A nine
2: from Fix. A 19... 19- Uh, from Fire 11 from Merlin as a boulder flies over your head um, it launches far into the distance above where you've gone for a moment you're just oddly watching this thing sail through the air the size of what would look like a van to us before it crashes in the distance breaking apart the uh, cyclops in the distance turns away from where it last saw you and uh suddenly starts running after something else it sees like a dog and that is where we're going to end our session for the day i'm glad we got a little Ooh. tiny combat thing <laughs> and it was also a very useful time because i figured uh you'd probably want to run from that one that is probably a really good time to teach you how to run out of combat um because the map is now littered with random encounters that you may or may not be able to deal with. Um, oh, God. And uh, that is why the running mechanic and learning that running
3: mechanic today yeah. was very useful for you.
6: Uh-huh. I'm, just,
3: I'm just extremely excited about this idea of smiting seven times in one combat. <laughs> You're
2: welcome. I knew that you would break it. And uh, <laughs> you, can, you can thank Soren Lin. If Soren Lin happens to be in the chat ever, because I said Sorenlin, you're probably the best person to help me figure out if if Fairlight can break this, and he said nothing at all. And I went, well, if he can't figure out how to break it, no one can because that's what Sorenlin does for me. Well, oh. so he uh, Sorenlin broke the game. Uh, it's also Thanks. all good because I knew that you would do that. This whole campaign was built with Fairlight being in it in mind. And it's uh, perfectly okay. I'm expecting Fairlight to steamroll through this thing, Um,
3: right? (laughs) With the stuff you're throwing at us, I'm gonna just let me just steamroll a Cyclops real quick, Fred. That's
2: totally gonna happen. (laughs) Here's your handicap. Those three. Um, and it's (laughs) ouch! Wow, (laughs) The, (laughs) the savagery.
3: Those three are your <laughs> handicap. No, I'm kidding. They've I thought all been you were going to say really the well. handicap is that I never have any food or any rest. No, 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 no.
6: It's <laughs> yeah, no. All the, time.
3: the other players,
2: always. <laughs> um, no, the Ooh, handicap is the more, I feel like, you have to try and keep everyone alive. You know what I mean? Um, you might be Fairlight Excalibur, not, but the whole team is the team, not just uh, Will and the Puppeteer of Fairlight. So can you uh, can Eight, you all survive? Red. Is really you're the just end.
3: giving me—you're just giving me horrible ideas now. Like, you know, in that encounter right there, I don't have to outrun the Cyclops. No, I just had to outrun Fix, right? You have exactly. The initiative, the yeah, exactly.
2: Um, it's just whether you're willing to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yes, that brings us back to the main party after our barbarian adventure last week and the. Um, the, uh, the journey continues as you move one hex away from Carl and move you down on this list, on this, uh, on this world map. And you are back pretty much where you were before the side quest.
3: <laughs> We've gone in a literal <laughs> circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. The, before
2: the side quest that happened... Um, and yes, you've done a full circle of, of hexes here through the mountain and stuff, but you've uncovered a lot and you've learned a lot of things. Um, I will say this much. If you had defeated the Cyclops, you would have been level four.
3: I was yeah, honestly mulling that over in my head, <laughs> I know, but then I was same. like,
2: because I feel team. like I feel well, is like, it worth
3: dying for a level? <laughs>
2: yeah, No, I'm good. Uh, I was like, if they fight this and win, I have to give them level four for it because that would be legendary. <laughs> no. uh, it was a well, CR six. I think you can handle it, honestly, but it would, but it's pretty dangerous. It's one of those things where the. The, we've learned that your crew is very good at bursting down like one individual thing, but its output is pretty dangerous. I'm not going to tell you everything about it. Of course, you can Google it if you want, but if you don't want to, maybe we'll see the Cyclops again on the road. Who knows?
0: You know. know, right,
3: right at the beginning, my thought was if we killed this thing, Brad will probably give us a level, but. I don't have the stats for a Cyclops memorized. If you'd named any one of the giants, I have them all memorized, oh, and I could yeah, have been—I so, could have been like, "Oh, we could fight that one." No, we can't fight that one. But then you said Cyclops, and I'm like, "Where on the spectrum is that? Above you a, or for, below a hill uh, giant?" <laughs> like, I'm just—I'm sitting here trying to remember, and I—I I don't think I've ever looked at one or fought one before. So I'm like, "I have no idea. I don't so want to I fight it."
2: <laughs> I have. Uh, you rolled for a—the um, D eight was for a human or humanoid on the Wilderness Encounter. The oh um, D12, uh, I think, was for a uh, Cyclops on that, on the next thing. And I was laughing so much because of the odds um, that we were joking about it being a giant. Uh, and then it was one. I was like, okay. As soon as you were like, it's going to be a giant, and then you rolled Humanoid, I was like, it's going to be a giant. Um... One of the harder ones on there, though, listed as deadly on the the table. Um,
3: I think we could have taken it.
2: Yeah, you did all right. Um, I think you probably could have done as well. So, um, yeah, that brings us to another uh, close. We're going to do a round of shout-outs here so that people can find out where they can find you and uh, what you're up to in the week this week. Um... Let's start with uh, Disby. What are you up to? And what time do you stream?
5: Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Disby. I played Merlin Puck for you today. Uh, what a great episode today. Um, yeah, you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Disbyerics. Uh I've been doing some GTRP over on NoPixel and might be playing some scary games tomorrow. So yeah, if you enjoyed that type of thing, yeah. Come hang out. Thanks, guys.
2: There you go. Links for everybody is in the chat or in the... uh, Wherever you're watching this, they'll be in the description as well. So make sure you go and follow these people. Throw them some Twitch Primes. They're not called Twitch Primes anymore, are they? What are they called now? Can they change the word? Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming. Subscription. Prime Gaming. Um, I still call
3: them Prime Subs. Yeah, (laughs) I I
2: will never be able to change it. I'm too old. You tell me that's Mm -hmm. what it is, that's what it is forever. And I'm just... I'm a stubborn old man. Uh, that's why I call Brian Brian um, at twitch.tv forward slash Brad Wodo. Nope. Well, I do call you that at twitch.tv slash Brad yeah. but I also that's call why you, you that. said That's
0: why I call you Brian. Okay. You don't call me Brian on my channel.
2: Well, I do. I call you it all the <laughs>
6: time.
2: Okay. Where is your channel? And what are you doing it's there?
0: It's Brutal Bree everywhere. Uh, I Tomorrow I have Miss Light After Dusk, which is where I talk about this show. Um,
2: Lots of one from this one, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little bit. Uh, that's at 6 Eastern tomorrow. Um, and then I've been playing the new Resident Evil, which is neato.
2: Have you been doing anything, really? You, I was concerned <laughs> oh, you yeah. weren't even going to make it here. You've been dying. So all dying. week
0: I've been dying. Uh, I was basically bedridden. I got my second COVID shot on Friday and didn't leave my bed until like yesterday. <laughs> It was horrible. I still feel like garbage. Uh, so yeah, this—I'm not even wearing makeup. This is just how my face looks. But <laughs> ten out of ten would recommend the vaccine. Well, um, you're vaccinated. <laughs> I'm fully vaccinated now, so that's all that matters. Uh, but yeah, I'll be jumping back into Resident Evil on Monday, and then tomorrow is Miss Light after dusk at six.
2: All right, nice. Um, what about you, uh, Leah? You've probably been feeling fine all week too
4: yeah i'm feeling great it's all good i was just just took a week off last week just needed a week off the anxiety you know (laughs) falling apart Uh, (laughs) uh hello i'm leah i played the ever conflicted and uh yeah uh that's all i'll say for fix um yeah, I'm actually kinda mad that, that so much happened to fire there and like we weren't we couldn't say anything. Like she had a dream and she didn't even mention it, so I was like, yeah. I wanna know! <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. Sorry, Brad told me not to yell down the mic and I'm here oh, like no, I'll turn,
2: you down. I'll turn you down. There go. Shout as much <laughs> as you
6: want.
4: <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah, hello, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Leah sometimes because at the moment I'm all over the place and everywhere, and I won't be here next week. Uh but I'll be here, just not here vaguely so <laughs> yeah thanks for the great show thanks for watching
2: mm-hmm. um cryptic
4: yep more yeah. i'm going back to poland uh, i just don't want to say it <laughs> yes yes
2: back and forth um yeah. i can um... actually
4: talk about it now though so
2: now oh, that's nice what are you doing yeah. in poland
4: <gasps> i'm filming the dying light dying to know episodes woohoo find out more about dying light too hashtag ad
2: all right well sponsored. we're not sponsored so <laughs>
4: Hashtag don't bombs. you Hashtag. Dare.
2: i'm kidding uh
6: <laughs>
3: what about uh young fairlight excalibur uh <clears throat> hello if you haven't figured my name out yet brad keeps referring to me by my first and last name like an angry <laughs> parent every 30 seconds so by now you probably know i'm uh Twitch.tv slash Fairlight underscore Excalibur, which is so long, I literally type it in chat. There you go, so you can click it. Uh, It's it's easier. Uh, I played Will for you today, who I I will also lay claim to the title of The Ever Conflicted. This (laughs) is very conflicted right now. And uh, yeah, this was a fantastic session. It's nice to have the gang back together. The Barbarians were fun, don't get me wrong. So good. But I was missing this last week. You know, there was a whole, there was a miss light shaped hole in my life last week. Mm-hmm. So no more, no more skipping any sessions.
0: Yeah.
3: Ever. Right. No you have a good birthday,
0: Sally. Yeah, happy birthday. Which one? Happy birthday. <laughs> it's his birthday today, his birthday everybody. Today. Make, sure Make sure to gift him a sub. <laughs> or five. Prime. Yeah, a Twitch Prime Gaming sub.
2: He's Prime. aging at a year <laughs> a week right now. Yeah, it's wild, but. Um. <laughs> They will forever be prime subs to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. give them a prime sub and give everybody else a prime sub. Head on over and follow their uh, their channels. Um, we will be uh, back next week, same time and things and stuff. Remember, we have a new show that started on Table Story called Ungodly, which is on Sundays at... It's,
6: good. it's so good. It's <laughs> um, so good. Always
2: forget because it's a different time. I want to say it's at 3 Eastern. Uh, but if it's, if, it's, if it's not a four eastern, I can't do it because I have to yeah. do all the, the thing, um, which is. And also uh, go like, watch
4: Brad because he yeah, go check
2: out no,
0: Brad.
4: No, nothing going on go on my channel. I actually,
2: actually deleted my channel oh, no, you guys um, not. over a copyright dispute with Dying Light. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, we have a new show, Ungodly. He Make pro- sure you check it out. He forgot to you say week. hashtag ad. Yeah, I did it. The worst crime ever committed. Um yeah. and uh, yeah Ungodly is on Sundays and there's been one episode of that so you can catch up in time for this week's episode live and join that it's extremely funny with an it's all-star so cast good. and oh pumpkin berry Um Asparagus <laughs> Asparagus in the chat um also don't forget to check out Miss Light After Dusk tomorrow on Breeze channel um, because it is a breakdown and a discussion and crazy theory crafting, such as what is the potion, which everyone <laughs> got wrong, I think.
6: Well. Um,
2: I actually have a uh, a Google Doc which which is called um, which is called uh, Good Chat Guesses, uh, where I print oh, screen no! random <laughs> oh, no! good chat guesses. I can say Every time that we the talk- <laughs> the best one. Uh, One of the best ones was from week three of the main campaign, I think, from here. And one was from episode eight of Miss Light After Dusk, which uh, um, which where some elements have been relatively close or hit the nail on the head. Every now and then, if I spy it, I'm not saying that, you know, at the end of this way in the future, whenever we come Mm -hmm. to the end of it, um, I will go through them and look at them, um, yeah. and you know, I'm sure I'll miss a bunch as well, but I very rarely get to see the chat during the live play here. But uh, if I see it, I normally snatch it up because it's fun to see because there's so many mysteries in this at the moment. MYSTERIES! Um, mm. But if you want to continue to uh, theory craft and come up with ideas for what is going on and what things might mean and where places are and who's what, um, then Mistlight After Dusk is good for that also the Discord, we have a private Mistlight channel on the Discord, all of the links are available below um, and that's it also a quick shout out to Zentia who uh, did the um, the uh, lyrics and a, a sort of version of the Mistlight theme that plays during the beginning of the streams and rolls uh, during the rolling intro um, which was made by Elspeth uh, Eastman um, and then Zentia did a cover and added some lyrics to it and it was really cool and I snatched it up and stole it and threw it on the beginning of the stream here today just before we saw the uh, the dream sequence with um, Fire and Fire's brother so um, shout out to Zentia TV and uh, thanks very much everybody giving fan art and things, I haven't got any fan art loaded up this week but we'll take a look at some next week, that's all, we're done thanks very much for watching peace out, bye